There's nothing I <laughs> There's nothing I love more than a whole lot of Halloween in my sex podcast. <laughs> Welcome to October Cast. You know, really we should have started this last episode, so the episode premiered on October. We 1st. had some issues. Oh yeah, we had some issues. Mostly my dog's toe got bitten off by another dog. Yeah, and so, also the episode would have premiered October second. So that is what it is. Welcome to Kinkcast, Spookinkcast, or Spookinkcast, as it's being it's forced spooky. upon me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have a full month of spooky episodes in, for you guys. So if you come to Kinkcast <laughs> for a serious discussion and your community to get recognized, I guess we're just taking October off. <laughs> Are you no. recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay, okay. I have I have a great right. idea for a game. I have a fantastic idea for a game for today. Is it which slasher you're attracted to? No. No, it's more in-depth and requires dedication. No. I'm Butterball. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Chatterer. Okay, so I'm curious. If you were to dress up as your kink cast alter ego, like you're the truffle pig, Chris... And you have... How is that Bluebird or something? Yeah, how is this spooky? I don't know. I want to know what your costume... Halloween costume? What my Halloween like. costume would be. Yeah. So just we'll introduce ourselves and say what our... Now, am I going to like a party where there's going to be children? Or is this some sort of a... No, it's a sexy, no, this is, it's a sexy this, Halloween. What sexy, scary thing are you? Yeah, let's call it a spooky sextacular. Okay, so I have had a sexy costume I've always wanted to wear. And it's not like overbearing or anything. Um, there is a relatively obscure internet series called Homestar Runner. It's not obscure. Well, you know what? It is nowadays because they, they're not very funny anymore. But yeah, they like pioneered internet video. They, yeah. And they had a website that was interactive. It was its own whole like mode of like entertainment. That was and, its own thing. If you remember. Every single one of them got careers in like animation. Yeah. Animation. They made yeah. Gravity Falls. Anyways, in... That universe, it kept splitting off into its own universes, and there's this one character named The Cheat, mm-hmm. who was like a little yellow duck dog thing, and then there was a <laughs> spinoff. A I guess he had cheetah spots, but he was That's why his name was The Cheat. But he's not a cheetah, he looks like a duck. But that's why his name was The Cheat. Anyways, you can't prove that. I would like you to see that confirmed by Mark or Matt Chapman. Anyways, sorry. The Cheat had his own spinoff, which was called Cheat Commandos, which was a G.I. Joe's parody. And it was just that same character cloned a bunch of times with different military costumes. <laughs> and one of them was called Gun Haver because he had gun. <laughs> and it was just uh, aviator glasses, a brown cowboy hat, and then a uh, like a, one of those lambskin jackets. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would wear. So I just put jeans on for so the you're pants. You're sexy gun haver. I'm sexy gun haver. I'm Tommy, by the way. <laughs> Okay. That, um, that's fair. That's going to be my... I don't know if I answered your question appropriately, but that's my no, Halloween costume. I was trying to think of your alter ego on this show, because, I mean, you have alter egos on I, some of the other shows There was a moose and there was a on. blue jay. Yeah. I don't know. I know Truffle Pig, but I don't know, like, what would Truffle Pig look like if he came to a Halloween oh. costume dressed as Truffle Pig? Well, that's not as fun as what my answer is. It's hard to make a pig sexy. I just want to a visualization of what this is like. Chris, no what would be a Halloween costume? That's, that's what I'm going to answer. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. Uh, my, what the truffle pig would look like would be a pig. Because <laughs> he's a truffle pig. I imagine, so I don't want to answer that. I imagine the bear from The Shining, but more piggy. Oh, my... Yeah, oh, for truffle pig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my Halloween costume... Or piglet. Gross. Uh, 
My Halloween costume uh, would be uh, Buffalo Bill, sexy Buffalo Bill from uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. And I'd just be asking people if they would fuck me. That's and problematic. Go, and then go home and I would fuck myself. Really terrifying. I, that just kept on getting worse. <laughs> Dana. I would prefer you dress as Truffle Pig in whatever kind of guise that might leave you. Last Halloween, you were Wonder Woman. I we, was. We danced together last Halloween. That was a wild night. Did we? Yeah. Danced? Or was that I New was, Year's? I was dancing to a lot of Stevie Nicks. I mean, I make that sound like oh, we, there was, we were at Chris's house and there was music on. And we were gyrating. The, and we were the only people dancing. Oh, Halloween was at my house? Then it was New Year's then. Ignore me. It was not at your house. It was at a different location near where I used to live. Yeah. Okay. No, I remember when <clears throat> Halloween was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The audience does, too. <laughs> Chris had a lot to drink that night. No, we're not talking about drinking. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I had a lot to drink that night, too. That Hence the it's awesome the dance holiday. moves. I don't like your implications here. Dana, I'm what's your costume? Nothing. I was thinking about, or okay, if I had to dress up as Zool, what would I do? Well, I would have to, like, put my hair in curlers and, like, tease that shit up all the way to the sky. So you're going to Sigourney Weaver. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I'd have to look at I'd have to like look at that Ghostbusters. Not outfit. the dragon dog. She's got that yeah. uh that, awesome like But I could have like a mask that could like pull down and like oh, that would be kinda cool. She's got know. that awesome like see through kind of red orange dress kind of thing. You could be oh. just like uh, one of those Power Rangers where you could flip between the heads and so you've got the Sigourney Weaver head, but then like press it down into your chest and a second head comes out. And it's the gozer head. I don't know I how you do I this with a human flexible. body. I should be much more flexible. Well, even the world's greatest contortionists can't sink their skull inside of their chest. No. The technology is just not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to KingCast. Uh, the subject this week for Spooky Halloween is Incubus slash Succubus. Not the band, not the South Park episode, the demons. Uh, I will go ahead and put a slight content warning on this episode it's going to be one, a little bit silly, and we are going spooky. to be... Spooky. It's also going to be spooky, and we are going to be trivializing sexual abuse in a slight way, just because this is about demons that uh, are word people. And no, they probably, don't. I thought that's the whole point. No, they seduce people. Well, it depends, the, on, your, depends on your content. Yeah, it depends upon which, which one. Well, depending on your research, uh, depending on what makes you uncomfortable... The R word will probably be in today's episode at some point, and that is your warning. If you want something more serious, more comprehensive, we'll get back to that in November. Uh, but for the next this few is very serious. And it's kind of sure. different. What's this more is... serious than demons stealing your soul? Uh, demons aren't, aren't real. Um, but it's also interesting because we're also deviating Hot a little tea. bit from our usual talk about kinks. Because we're talking here about more mythology, right? Yeah. And, and some ways that, you know, this... Mythology carries into understandings of sexuality today. I was about to say that exactly is, you know, sometimes it feels like we're going off subject when we do historical topics, Mm -hmm. but reaching modern sexuality, which is still plagued with like the spirits of the past. I mean, you could make an argument that modern, modern sexual problems are incubi and succubi of the days of old. Mm -hmm. I feel proud of myself for saying that. That was very intellectual. The modern problems in society are the incubi and succubi of yesteryear. Misunderstandings of how... You know what? Just roll with it. Let's just delve right into it. 
What, Chris, what is the difference between, you know what? No, I don't like your attitude. Dana, what is the difference between an incubus and a succubus? <laughs> Almost nothing. In fact, there is some mythology that says they're the exact same demon and they just switch between genders. Depending yeah. upon who you're interacting with, that's the incubus or that's the succubus. Right. So it's a spirit that can branch. It's a demon, not a spirit. It's a demon. Is it a demon in all definitions and cultures? Because it kind of seems like that's been fluid. Uh, incubus. As, as the words incubus and succubus, yes. If we're talking about other sex creatures, yeah, they can go as spirits. Sex creatures. Spirits, there are lots in different gens. kinds of spirituality and different kinds of religions even. Um, but the incubus is typically considered the male version. And the succubus is usually the female version. And the um, word comes from the Latin God. incubo, which is a nightmare induced by such a demon, and incubare, which is to lie upon. If uh, I'm kind of over the whole superhero, supervillain thing, but if someone paid me a bunch of money to come up with new superheroes and supervillains, I, I got my money on that. Incubo? Incubo has like sounds a little bit silly with the O at the ending, but Incubo... <gasps> sounds like a baby. I think Incubo sounds like a great... Well, it sounds like an Adventure Time villain, really. Sounds like the proper name of a gelatinous cube. I'll take it. So it comes from Latin. <laughs> what, <laughs> Argue with me. Fight what me. religion were they again? Uh, these they were are... vaguely Jesus-y, weren't they? These are uh, mostly... They come from a uh, uh, Christian uh, or a uh, Judeo-Christian. So uh, there's uh, roots in Judaism... Uh, I mean, it goes back further than that. But they're not in the Bible, because there's not a lot of discussion of, like, actual workings of hell and Mm, demons in the Bible. They are in some other texts. But they're not in the Bible themselves. You know, that's a huge misunderstanding about Christianity, is that, like, the devil's only mentioned a couple of times. Mm -hmm. A lot of the ideas we have of the devil come from, like, as recently as the 1700s. True. uh, Rewritings in the Catholic Church. Some of the editing that was done, a lot of popular culture. Mm-hmm. The Bible does not describe the the fire and brimstone and, you know, crowded with demons and demons actively trying to get to earth. That's not really there. That was added flavor text. Yes. Um, that's kind of like a... It's the uh, that's BCU. The Bible expanded. <laughs> Bible e- B-E-C-U. The Bible expanded cinematic universe. Okay. So that's what's interesting Christ. about... <laughs> That's what's interesting about this particular subject. These two, these two demons, uh, the exact um, origin of the myth is kind of like not really well known, but apparently it's supposed to branch from 13th century uh, writings by St. Augustine. Well, it even goes further back. They have different names, but under uh, uh, Judaism, some of the uh, uh, alternate texts for Judaism, because there's a lot of stuff that is like, uh, canon? religious religious well, books can in you use Judaism? the word canon for Judaism yeah. that is like religious books in Judaism are not just the Old Testament and not just the Torah the Torah is one book that there's a lot of religious books and uh, if you go back even further there's roots that uh, are like supposedly the Incubus and Succubus originally came from Lilith who is uh, the original female who was created from the same mud that Adam was and because she was created from the same mud that Adam Sorry, was... Sorry, real quick, I have to interu- interrupt. Lilith is another female that is one of the first creations of God, or Lilith is an alternative of Eve in a different... No, another text. female. Okay. So she was created from the same mud, and because she was created from the same mud, she saw herself as... This is, this is part of the reading. This is not something I believe. just want to say that. She saw herself as equal 
And as we all know, women are not equal to men, at least according to this text. All right, I'm Easy gonna there. I'm gonna kick you. But that's under the. But table. that's the whole the whole writing is that she, she would not lay beneath Adam. She wouldn't she would, fuck him. No, she would. She would just be on top. And that was wrong, apparently. Uh, Man, <laughs> so see how see how boring like uh like textual Christianity is. But she became a succubus after leaving the Garden of Eden and having sex with the ar- archangel Samuel. Um, yes. Lilith left because Adam and God didn't want her because she refused to be submissive doormat to Adam and wanted to be independent. So Adam threw a hissy fit and God made Eve in response. Man, and since, we God, had, and since Eve was made from part of Adam's body, she was supposed to be subservient. Before we had Netflix shows to binge on, we had the good old-fashioned, weird, extended Bible stuff. <laughs> so that's, that's a story, right? Uh, there. There's another thing that Lilith uh, supposedly is like the mother, the mother of all demons, uh, because and- she likes getting fucked doggy style and shit. That's why she's the mother of all demons. I think you're reading too much into the fucking part of this. But you included that. It's a, it's like a three uh, it's a three sentence story, and the middle sentence is she didn't like missionary position. That's its, its own she entire like, uh, lane underneath. Them. You told me a three act story, and the second act is this lady doesn't like missionary. She prefers reverse cowboy. And now reverse cowboy is that where he's from? Cowgirl. Cowgirls were the girls on top. Oh, reverse cowboy. Boy would be, I guess the guys can It doesn't really matter. You're looking at this through too much of a heterosexual okay. lens. So, so at the end of the day, though, it anyway, sounds like there's. She was cursed for a hundred of her children, was a hundred or a thousand of her children to die every single day. How is she having this many children? Who well, knows? She, that's the thing. Um, she had sex with the archangel Samuel, S A M A E L. Um, which is kind of hard to understand, but like um, apparently Samuel. any of the mistresses of Samuel were thought to be the first succubi. So this kind of started the trend um, of these, you know, you know, spending time with these angels. And then from them came the fallen race. So you have to understand, Tommy, there was a point in Jewish texts where angels, fallen angels are not necessarily devils. They're not demons. They're rock monsters. I saw the yes. same movie you did. We saw the movie together. Uh, and they would intermingle with uh, mankind and would uh, interbreed with uh, mankind as well. And those children are called uh, Niflums. Niflums? Niflums. Don't they still Niflums. show up in like crazy rep, like rep, like lizard people text about the Niflum? And the Niflum were like tall, yeah. 12 foot tall elf yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, uh, it's, what, what, what did I put? Uh, the sons of God, or divine in nature and male in gender, would interbreed with the, the daughters, daughters of, of man, who were human in nature and female in gender. I don't know. Yeah, it's you've kind broken of like, my brain with it's, religion. It's kind of like mythology mixed in with mm, it is biblical. Mythology. It's just Christian with, mythology. Yeah, that's the term for it. But I, I'm still hung up on that one detail because it sounds kind of like this entire thing is a uh, it, it, it's slut shamey in a way. Oh yeah, it's just this one lady. Well, however you want to interpret the would not lie under thing, you can take that a lot of different ways. And oh I'm no, sure. it was straight up just like she yeah. would not lie under him because she was. But that means that, that has it, overtones. In, of no, being, it uh, was not just overtones. It was just 
That's it, it was surface. It was just like she would not lie under him. She would get on top of him. Mm-hmm. And also she saw herself as an equal. And so whenever he was like wanting things to be done, like wouldn't listen to him. But is it leaving missionary position for the woman to be on top? Isn't that the like original sexual sin? Like that is Eve eating the apple in a sense of it is a woman who does not lie under the man is the original kink. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a way, I mean, not to try to make this more profound than it is, but here we have this entire religion that is damning a woman because she didn't like missionary. Yeah, you're supposed to lay back and think of Eden, um, <laughs> but she didn't. The snake, the snake convinced her to like, hey, next time you try getting up on top. And then because of her, she generated an entire flock of demons, demons who liked to fuck and who were women. And that made them. She's evil. like the yes. mother of all demons. Yeah, she's basically the mother of all demons. Um Okay. So the incubus that therefore like all of these, you know, um, the male from the progeny of all of this um, is supposedly responsible for impregnating women with its demon seed while the succubus, uh, the female version impregnates itself using a human male. Um, There's a lot of conflicting stuff. I found that uh, who, who wrote it? Some, some Catholic priest wrote that uh, one of those guys, uh, the theory is that, or the theory that he was proposing was that uh, demons cannot have children because they are not uh, of God anymore. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. What a incubus and succubus were is that they are not two separate demons, but one demon. Or if they are two separate demons, they are two demons that work in conjunction, mm-hmm. and that the succubus would seduce a male, take his seed, oh. pass it on to an incubus, mm-hmm. who would then impregnate a female. Or turn into an incubus and then impregnate a female with the seed that they have claimed. That does not mean, though, that the children are human. Because that is the children of those, even though it is from male seed to a female person, apparently it goes through some sort of metamorphosis because the children are still considered supernatural and uh, they're considered... uh, uh, There's actually a root word for incubus that is very close to the word for changeling. And so that these children were considered essentially changelings, which if you don't know, changelings are uh, an Irish kind of thing where uh, your child, your child is abducted as a baby and replaced by a imposter imposter. Uh, it's from like elf things. Uh, it can also result in a monstrous birth. Now, um, deformities and things like that. Outside of mythology, this all just sounds like we tell kids about Santa Claus so they'll be good through the year. This kind of just sounds like, hey, don't have a baby out of wedlock. Because if you have a baby outside of the church, it's a monster baby. That's really all I'm hearing. Well, actually, I don't... Oh, I hate... Oh, I just said that word. Well, actually... You didn't touch your glasses, okay. when, but you did officially <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> no, because you just said it. Um... Well, actually, so here's the thing. It's not like any of this was done purposefully. Um, a lot of times these are these, you know, the collection of seeds or, um, you know, the impregnation. All of that stuff was done um, usually while the victim was sleeping. Um, they used the demons would use sexual intercourse as a means to directly possess the body of their victims. Um, so this is while you're asleep. 
which means in modern day, well, I guess we don't don't want to get into modern day relevance yet. But wet dreams are what are essentially, wet dreams are incubus and succubus. That used to be the the age old, oh, I I came Mm -hmm. when I was asleep or I had a sexy dream. Oh, Mm -hmm. that was demons. Mm -hmm. Also, they could take the semen from a dead man's corpse and use that to impregnate a woman. That's kind of cool. That's fucking gnarly. That's pretty fucking gnarly. I mean, science can technically do that if it's a fresh enough corpse. Yeah. That'd be that'd be something right there. So there are ways to deal with these demons, historically speaking. Um, this was all of this was laid out in the um, Malleus Maleficarum. Maleficarum. Uh, also, <laughs> yes. the worst book, but such a cool name. Audience the second best selling book of all time, only beaten by the Bible. Good old it is all about killing women. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. That's it's all about killing witches. Like legitimately like here's how you deal with witches. Burn them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Does she weigh more than a duck? Yes. Uh who was it written by? I Wait, I, that's an actual line. Does she no, weigh more than no, a duck? No, that that was that was okay. much So it was okay. originally it was uh, 1487. It's a treatise on witchcraft written by discredited Catholic cr- clergyman Heinrich Kramer. I have a feeling he wasn't discredited. Yeah, fuck that guy. In his lifetime, he probably died a noble man. No, I think he was discredited in his lifetime because he was he was extreme. Like his practices were not Joseph McCarthy, but for witches. Except there so, were there were communists in America. But then it go ahead because ever any witches. I, I wanted to say the title with you because yes. it is. Anything in Latin is just awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, so basically, it laid out for how to deal with incubi and succubi um, using exorcism and confession. Um, those are the best two methods for disposing of the demons. there are five total messages. Did uh, you not read the actual text? Because I didn't. Um, I didn't read it in that far a depth. Please enlighten me. So there are three forms of bewitchment. Uh, not very well written because there's actually only two forms, even though it says there's three forms. Uh, there's one, when a woman prostitutes themselves to an incubi. Or two, when a man has connection with a succubi. Uh, yeah, a little sexist in those terminology. Even gets even more sexist that it says it's not as bad as when a man does it because it's very rare when a man does it. Because men, as we know, according to the text... Are stronger in intelligence than than women, just like Brett Kavanaugh. Which I was also like, I was thinking the reasoning was a little weird because it's not as bad when a man does it. Except you're saying that a man is more in- intelligent than a woman, so shouldn't it be worse when a man does it according to your own logic? But whatever, he didn't lay out a third one. There wasn't a third bewitchment, so. It's, it's just also like, can I just say most men between the ages of like what. 13 and like 17 probably have way more episodes of, of nocturnal emissions yeah. <laughs> than than what women experience. I, I already said this. This, so book, this book's all about killing women and how women are the worst things in the world. I bet he never got laid. I hope he never oh, did. This, this dude was a horrible person. Like, he had to just slip in. As we know, men are stronger intelligently than females. I was like, come on, dick. Okay, so there are five remedies. There's a sacramental confession. Uh, there's the sacred sign of the cross or the recital of the angelic salutations. Is that two things or one thing? Um, yeah, gotcha. Uh, three, the use of exorcism. Four, moving to another place. Apparently they can't follow you. Oh. Or five, 
by means of excommunication employed by a holy man, or as it's understood today, just another form of exorcism. <laughs> it's just a longer way to say exorcism. Oh, what is man. the word? Uh, by means of excommunication employed by a holy man. So exorcism. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so there are five. Uh, move. Uh, just say, hey, I had sex with a succubus. To a priest. Uh, do the sign of the cross. Or exorcism. So this is happening in America. I'm assuming uh, like, 1487. So yeah, sure. Well, I, I, I mean, I, where, where was this book written? What was the research being done? Oh, it was in Europe. Okay. Well, was, and, did you yeah. not hear his name? Heinrich? A lot of this kind of had to do with like some of the Salem witch trials and things too. Oh, you've been found to be uh, conferring with the devil in the woods, you know, and I watched yada, yada, the, the, the crucible. Also, yeah. according to some clergymen, it has been reported that incubi are the only demons that do not obey exorcists, have no dread of exorcism, show no reverence for holy things, and at the or for holy things at the approach of which they are not in the least overawed. So horny conflict. Everything about incubus and succubus is completely conflicting. <laughs> at, at one time, or there's some people that say, "Oh yes, they can have children. They can have children with people." Those are Cambians. There's also saying they can't have children. They can't have children with people. They only make babies through other people. Well, let's talk about let's talk about that as well. Um, many other cultures have sex demons that are very much similar to these. Um, they basically have the same functions, but are usually called different things. Are they all as anti-woman? Um, no, uh, Arabic cultures have jinns uh, or genes. Jinns. Um, it's a genie. Yeah. Um, which were thought to be responsible for the same acts. It's spelled D-J-I-N, right? Uh, this or is J-I-N. Okay. Uh, Sila, Sila, S-I-L-A, are a specific type, which, according to legend, appears in the shape of a woman, seducing men into dancing, marrying, and fathering their half-genie young. Uh, there are also a number of non-sexual variants, which generally involve the demon pinning the person to the bed, strangling the victim, or suffocating the victim in some way. Um, and you mentioned the term cambion. Would you explain what that is? So, a cambion, uh, again, contradictory to what we want, what we just spoke of, is a is the child of an incubi or succubi and a human. It is said that they have no breath or pulse for the first seven years of life. Incredibly heavy, even too heavy for a horse to carry. And uh, it cries when it's touched. And uh, uh, yeah, based on etymology, it's likely that this is a cognate for uh, a changeling. Um, interesting enough, in Arturian legend, Merlin is said to be a Cambian. Uh, supposedly, uh, Morgana was a succubus of some kind or something. Mm, I didn't do my homework this week and I'm really feeling it. You know, when you don't, <laughs> you skip class, like for it's two weeks and then you show up. You should have done level. your homework because this is a very interesting topic. It Can I just more, talk about the characteristics wait, of being Incubi? Who's, who's Morgana? Like Leia Morgana? Morgana's the uh, witch who seduced uh, King Arthur mm -hmm. and had a child by him whose name I cannot think of. King right Arthur now. was seduced by a witch? I thought Merlin was a fictional character. Uh, Everyone knew like the fictional... Did, did fictional characters just not exist back in the day? Of, it's kind of like saying... Robin Hood's a yeah, fictional character. Yeah, it's kind of like saying Robin Hood's Fictional. It's like, like it's set historically, and there is kind of some evidence that they're real. But yeah, 
It's like Jesus. Everything you should be folktale. It's like Jesus. You can say it loud. That's oh, okay. okay. No one's going to blow us up. Well, due to the widespread... Well, no, 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 no. Can Just, I talk about the characters please. of an Incubi real yes. quick before we move on to the other super cool regional variations, which I have a huge list of? You need uh, to take so a, the characteristics you need to take of a chill pill. Yeah. It's fun. It's exciting. And Halloween's a very great time of the year. We're all hopped go, up on candy. If you go to Home Depot, it is filled with skeletons and werewolves that I want to bring home. Oh no, those are just the people that work there. <laughs> but you just gotta you gotta pace yourself. So uh, the characteristics of an incubus are uh, an unnaturally large or cold penis. I mean. What is a cold penis? <laughs> uh, small. Been, have, so, have you never seen someone out in the cold? Someone who's been swimming? No, I think... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just cold, I swear. I guess if a succubus is... Sorry, if an incubus is coming for me, I'm going to hope for the former, not the latter. <laughs> yeah, um, so, some tales claim... Again, everything about these things are contradictory. Some tales claim that incubi are bisexual. That they sleep with whatever they like. Some tales claim that they abhor sleeping with men. That they find sex with men unpleasant or detrimental. And that they only do it for a purpose. Different strokes as, for different demons. As to claim the seed of a male when they are in a succubus form. And then to move on and put that into a female. Um, yeah, they got a large and cold penis. That's the biggest thing about them, apparently. I thought it was large or cold. The, the smallest. It did say large or cold. Not large and cold. I mean, you get <laughs> they, one or you get the other. Yeah. What kind of incubus are you dealing with today? A hot one with a giant penis or, or a cold one with just a penis? Because if I'm offering you a sandwich and I say a large sandwich or a cold sandwich, it's very different than large and cold. Let me tell you what. Oh, but, so, uh... Didn't land. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I just wasn't listening to you because you're too excited, man. You gotta, you gotta chill out a little bit. It's very, it's very exciting. This is like our coolest topic. I think you need to have like a like a cryptozoological and demon themed podcast all of your own. I would, I would totally be down for that. You've podcast. never cared. You've never cared about a fetish this much. This isn't a fetish. I know you've never cared about a fetish this much. That's not true. I liked. A lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. Tell me about... Tell me about <laughs> that he can currently recall right this very minute. There's, <laughs> there is just a ton of information on this. There really it's is. insane. Talk to me about your suck your, suck your bus. Uh, suck I your would bus. assume, based upon the characteristics of an incubi... Again, this stuff kind of focuses on the male, because it's very heteronormative. Written by males. <clears throat> and written by men, and it's all about how uh, women fall prey to the incubus, and that succubus sometimes show up. Men but, have always been very afraid of women fucking people who aren't themselves, and that's kind of been a hard thing that uh, humanity's had to get over, that we're still getting over to this day. Also, that women have their own right to say yes slash no, that's like a recent invention. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Do we want to move on to the regional variants? Yes. Cool. And then I want to get into the explanations. Go ahead. Oh, do the regional variations Oh, first. I've got a lot. So okay. you do yours, and then I'll do mine. Okay. Um, I do have a brief explanation for why we even have these kind of myths. 
Um, and that's due to the widespread prevalence of these. Uh, many anthropologists and psychologists have worked together uh, to figure out that this is actually not a supernatural um, uh, <gasps> issue at all. What? It's not supernatural. Um, this is kind of the body's way of dealing with a con- with a um, uh, a strange uh, paradox called sleep paralysis and hypnagogic Old. and hypnopompic hallucinations. Old hag syndrome. Um, a common thread in these stories is the in- inability to move, which fits well with sleeping paralysis. A lot of people who have experienced a- incubi or succubi will find themselves pinned to the bed where they cannot move and feeling like there is a weight on top of them, even though they may not be able to see anything. Well, that's also um, your explanation for alien abduction. Right. Um, and this, this fits well with th- uh, sleep paralysis. Um, sometimes this can also be combined with... Um, strange sensations on the body. So sometimes whenever you're having a dream and even if you're awake and your eyes may be open or you may be visualizing or dreaming about what's on top of you, um, that's kind of because your brain is half awake and half asleep. Yeah, it's a hip, hypnagogia, hypnagogia uh-huh. a near dream state yeah. uh, of uh, auditory and visual hallucinations. And one of the things yes. you have to keep in mind for that is in the modern age that we live in, you see insane shit every day. If you were to take someone from the 1500s and time travel them to now, just a, a Roku box could shatter their fucking reality. Mm-hmm. We live in constant animation, cartoons, seeing all sorts of insane shit. People from like the 1400s, 1500s, they, they didn't even have weird books they didn't have weird art to look at. Mm-hmm. All they saw were donkey asses and like <laughs> crops. If you had a weird dream, that could be the event of your fucking year. So sleep paralysis seems like a light explanation for things because mm-hmm. I've had an episode of sleep paralysis. I had a sleep paralysis incident where I swore I was awake and there was a dog on top of me, but kind of a creepy looking dog. Mm-hmm. And I'd forgotten about it. Like, it's, it's interesting, I guess. But... If all you've ever seen is farmlands and your daughter die of the colic or the black plague, that dream is your fucking life. Oh, I, I had a sleep paralysis once where I was uh, I was laying on my side in bed and I watched a uh, old man walk across my room and lay down beside me. And I was uh, just trying to scream and yell at him to get out of my room, but I could not do it until he laid perfectly beside me. And when he laid down, I... Uh, yelled out loud, very loud in my house, get out of my room. <laughs> That's it is weird how whenever the human mind gets paranoid, it can like enti- generate entirely but, entire uh, people, and they're usually old. I believe it was Isaac Asimov who said that uh, sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good quote. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of interesting because historically speaking, unwanted pregnancies, incest, and nocturnal emissions, intentional or not, could be blamed on incubi or succubi. Um, they also speculate that in religions with sexual taboos like Christianity, the demons offered a convenient devil made me do it excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sleep paralysis and sexual encounters bear some resemblance to what is sometimes passed off today as an alien abduction. Um, purported victims of such abductions regularly report being frozen in bed and sexual reproduction with aliens or probing is also a common thread. The underlying psychological experience is like, uh, likely to have been similar, but explained away by whatever was most culturally relevant at the time in older times, demons and in more modern times, extraterrestrials. It's been other things too. I think it's whatever just kind of gets on your mind. I think that 
For instance, when I had my, my dream about that dog, I was really annoyed with the dog at that time in my life. I mean, the brain can generate new images, but they're only going to be combinations of things that they have seen. The brain cannot build something entirely new without reference point for material. Sure. It's, which makes sense why it's more human figures uh, in the past. I don't think that's true. That's uh, why humans are one of the few things that have imagination. I think that we can generate new things, but they're still combinations. I, I think it's very hard for especially the layman, the layman, especially someone in the 1400s, to make something entirely new. If you look at the extraterrestrial, it's still a human being. Mm-hmm. It's just got these exaggerated features. And th- that, the imagination is remarkable because it's being able to warp those features, which is what makes us intelligent. But it's still not something entirely New. A flying saucer is called a flying saucer because it looks like something that we have a reference point for. It depends. There are stories of uh, humans encountering aliens that essentially are so foreign in form that we don't even recognize them as being alive. True. And I mean, or even that uh, they live on such a different time scale than us that uh, they might experience. If aliens exist, they might experience their lives in a quarter of a second, and so we would never even recognize them as being alive, but they might be super advanced because their perception is so different than ours. And the explanation for that, of course, is like a chariots of fire, which is if you were living in Bible times and you saw a white Escalade, you'd be mesmerized by its lights and shape and its wheels, and you'd call it a chariot of fire, even though it's a white Escalade. My point being, I don't necessarily have one, I think. People in the past were, were, were slow. They were stupid. <laughs> they were stupid and they were sexist and they were racist. Hashtag ban people from the past. Well, and one thing that, what that this brought to mind whenever I was reading through it and preparing for today's episode was um, a couple of articles that I've read where people, even some celebrities, have talked about having like full on um, really engaging and fantastic sex with people that died, David like Bowie. with ghosts. And so, um, a lot of ghosts and demons and shit, but he's oh, also really? high all the time. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I feel like that might obviously contribute to this, was it but peppers and milk. It was mm-hmm. kind of interesting to see the fact that that's how some people can characterize this, uh, situation is sometimes, you know, people will say, Oh yeah, it wasn't until, you know, I had this experience with a ghost and I had the best orgasm of my entire life. And you're like, whoa, with a ghost? How did that happen? And it could have been in this kind of a situation where your brain is kind of half awake and half asleep. Um, you mean, you can make an argument. I'm not necessarily a religious person, but the, the idea that our lives are constructed in this sticky network between different dimensions mm-hmm. and that our minds have some sort of access to another physical reality... Uh, that doesn't boggle my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I I obviously couldn't comprehend it, but I can sort of imagine the groundwork for it, that in between sleep and awake or through the use of drugs, you can access some sort of thing that defies time and could be considered spiritual. We don't know enough about that dream state. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need, I mean, like, what is our notion of reality anyways? Right? Well, we know less <laughs> well, about dreams than we do, like, the bottom of the ocean or, mm-hmm. like, the surface of the moon. And, right. Uh, Carl Jung uh, wrote about the collective unconscious, which had a lot to do with just innate symb- uh, symbols in that humans recognize. And that, like, the cross is one of those innate symbols that even before and outside of Christianity, crosses are used a lot uh, as symbols that people 
recognize, even if they've never had any experience with Christianity. And uh, there's a lot of different kinds of symbols like that, that uh, just subconsciously we will pick up on. Symbology is its own fascinating study. I mean, you you look at the, the history of certain symbols, like just the swastika, which has really only recently become such a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And it, the reason why it's so powerful... It's a form I mean, of a cross, too. It's a form of a cross. But then you have uh, symbols like the number 11, mm-hmm. which is deeply, deeply uh, symbolic, which is just two lines next to each other. Mm-hmm. Other symbols like... Uh, uh, the number 23. Which was a Jim Carrey movie. Thank you. You actually <laughs> um, cut me off from not having another one, so you <laughs> saved my ass with that dumb joke. Can you tell us about some of the variations that exist? Yes. First, I want to talk about the uh, Mesopotamian ones, which are possibly where the word Lilith comes from, uh, which is the Lilu and the Lilitu. Uh, the uh, Lilu is... Uh, these are... Uh, uh, night spirits or storm spirits. The word has changed that, uh, at one time it meant night spirits and, uh, there was like a mistranslation. And so it got translated to storm spirits, but Lilu is listed in the Sumerian King list, uh, written 2,400 BCE as the father of, uh, Gilgamesh. <gasps> no shit. Yes. So wow. uh, supposedly Gilgamesh's father is a, Night spirit, who is also a sex spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lily too is the female version of this. Uh, it kind of, it's like I said, this, this is very much related to Lilith. Uh, there, it, it, there's arguments whether it actually it just happens to be words that sound very sm- similar mm-hmm. and also happen to have sex connotations, uh, and that they might not actually be related. There is the uh, Lilith which is the Hebrew for Lilith. Uh, uh, So related to the Mesopotamian uh, Lilin, which is the uh, non-gendered term for Lilu and Lilitu, Mm -hmm. is uh, the Ardit Lili, which is a demon who visits men by night and begats ghostly children. Uh, This one is supposed to be uh, Lilith's handmaiden. It's literally just an extended explanation for nocturnal. No, begets nocturnal emissions. Begets ghostly children. Yeah, like she's just stealing semen. So a dude, a dude came in his robes while he was asleep. Yeah, and it uh, was that demon. But these are supposed to be Lilith's handmaidens. So, wow. uh, do these people have an explanation for like where where hell is? Is hell a place? Yeah, where they all are. Is it supposed to be multidimensional? Did they actually believe it was underneath the crust of the earth? Back well, but then? here's the thing: the spiritual and the, the mankind like exist on the same plane in a lot of place in a lot of religions. There are spiritual beings that live amongst us. We just can't see them. Has that always been a thing? Yeah. Ever since, I mean, yeah, always. I mean, I guess that just makes sense for a world in which you don't have any concept of science. It's yeah. just unseen forces. It's how you explain the unknown. Yeah. Uh, then there's the Ear-Do-Li-Li, which is the male counterpart for the Ardat-Li-Li. Uh, it doesn't go into much detail after that. Uh, and so those are the Mesopotamian ones. Those are possibly the roots for Lilith. Mm-hmm. And in some texts are directly related to Lilith, as I said with the Ardit Lili. I have to be ignorant ge- geographically real quick. Mesopotamia is modern day... Uh, the Middle East. That's Iraq. What I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Around the cradle of life and all that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I knocked the table because I fell asleep for a minute. So there are a bunch of regional variations. 
There is <laughs> the German Alp Laukra, which Alp in German is the German word for elf. Oh. Uh, so uh, these were elves. Uh, Germans saw elves as uh, demons or mischievous spirits. Yeah, the, their idea of elves was more like our word for goblin. Uh, yes, and uh, so they were seductive demonic beings uh, associated like. with illness. Uh, the German word, ta- or so these things were hats. Oh, they had course. magic hats. Uh, it gave them their magic shape shifting abilities and allowed them to turn invisible. The way you could uh, always detect them is that the hats didn't change. So the hats did not turn visible and the hats did not shape change. These hats were ton carpe. It's okay. tarn cape. It's a German word, and I'm not going to pronounce it right. Sounds like it needs to get repaired by a tailor. Uh, it literally means camouflage hat. Really? It gave the Alps magical powers. Uh, so these are shapeshifters, uh, demons, or in some instances, the Alps are created from the uh, the dead bodies of humans. Wow, it's a lot less sexy than sex demons. So they cause nightmares, which is a Alp trom. It's an elf dream, direct mm. translations. Or the female word for this is Mara or Mart, which you might recognize. Nightmare. Nightmare. So wait, a boy is a bad dream and it's a different word for when a girl is a bad dream? Uh, is that my no, interpretation? No, it's uh, how different languages grew. Fair enough. So one is a German and uh, I believe uh, the art or the, the Mara, the nightmare uh, came from or comes from a different language. Okay. A different Germanic language. I All I learned in Texas history was that the Alamo happened, and then there was a little <laughs> bit about Hitler having a urine fetish, but that's really all I remember from high school. Um, so, uh, I feel like I missed out a lot of my European history. Thank you, Texas Education <laughs> Association. I am the, the idiot product you have wrought. So then we have uh, uh, Alp attacks, which are called Elpdrukes, or Elpdruke, where an alp sits astride a sleeper's chest and becomes heavier until the weight awakens the victim. Uh, alps are not inherently sexual. They did rarely uh, sexualize them. But what they did like to do, uh, they prefer female victims, by the way, uh, because they like breast milk. That doesn't mean they would not victimize men. It just means they would suck blood from their nipples. Now, Mr. Morgan, did these magic elves have a sexual predilection for that milk? Or was it merely a sustenance-based requirement? Who knows? They're elves. I haven't talked with any of them. That's all my questions at this time. Thank uh, you very much. Also, yeah, they would drink blood from a male nipple. Of course they did. Of course they did. (laughs) So that's the German one. uh, So which, like, ancient society was where Hyrule is? Where was that? I, re- I think that's just uh, based supposedly on, like, Europe. <laughs> France. But, like, specifically where in Europe? So it's France. High Hy- rule is ancient yeah. France, yeah. where Link and Zelda were. Except the High Rule's Again, history is, like, 100,000 years long. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Are knows? you telling me High Rule's not real? You know, I don't think so. Does High Rule have any kind of uh, goblin or elf that sits he- on people's chests and steals their sperm? And I mean, milk? they have go- they have moblins. Thank you. I called them Moblins. I got made fun of for that. I also called them Lizophilos, which is wrong as well. 
I don't know where I got that, but I called How? Them, I called well, I was the, playing the, the lizard game. things you called Lizophilos. I called them Lizophilos and Moblins, and I got made fun of because I was mispronouncing both. I'm illiterate too. So uh then uh let's move on to Zanzibar. And we're going to move on to, to the, the bat the Batwing. Do you oh. know the name for these? No, the Zanzibarbarians. Sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> these are called Batwings, or as they're known in the native language, Popobawa. The Popobawa are shapeshifters. They smell of sulfur and prefer male victims. They sodomize both male and females, but they do prefer male. They only attack indoors, which this is also a very recent one. These did not start appearing until 1960. <gasps> what? So, uh, it they would sexually assault, well, they would sodomize uh, their victim and then urge their victim to tell others... What happened? Under threat of returning and victimizing them again. Wait, the, but they're called Batwings. Uh, the direct translation of Popo Bawa is Batwing. Okay, so what are they? They're what do they look like? They're shapeshifters. They okay. can take any shape. They like bats. Oh, okay. okay. I think it's supposed to be like the, the ring curse, which has been around for a long time. Of You can either like perish again, or you can like belay the curse onto someone yeah. else. That's an idea that's been around horror and mythology for, mm-hmm. gosh, it'd be fun to find the origin of that. Like the mm-hmm. first story. I'm sure it's in like the Torah or some shit. Yeah. But it, it sounds like it's just that again is you can, you're the victim of this and now you will continue to be the victim of this until you find the next happy yep. person. So forward this 1960s email to your neighbor. So this cause. <laughs> Caused massive panics. Really? Yes. Uh, people were spending the night outdoors around campfires instead of spending the night inside. Which is more dangerous. They're not known to... They attack mostly at night. They can't attack during the day. But they, they would spend the night outside because they are only known to attack in And houses. Zanzibar is full of all sorts of animals known to that part of the world that I definitely could identify. Yes. <laughs> like a bat. Or a grizzly bear, or maybe a tiger shark, or a a hawk, elephants. Sure. Where's Zanzibar again? I know Solid Snake went there once. No, his dad did. Solid Snake's Solid dad didn't have a dad. So uh, Solid Snake's a clone. Dana, help me. I can't. I didn't do my homework. So, I can't. As I said. This first started appearing in the 1960s and 70s. I believe the very first case is 1965. Uh, the most recent panic, 2007. That sounds like a Mothman type situation. Yes. Urban legends get, get people, dude. Without the internet and Snopes.com. So, if you ever go to Zanzibar, beware the Popobawa and sleep outside. Make sure to tell me if I'm going somewhere near Zanzibar because I won't know. <laughs> and then we have the Chilean island of Chiloé. It's an island. I know where that is. I know where that is. It's an island in the south of Chile. And we have the Trauca. Trauca. Yeah. Trauco. Sorry. It is a deformed, twisted dwarf goblin with an ugly face and legs without feet. So it's got little nubs. Yep. But it can't shapeshift. No, it can't. Oh, okay. The thing about it, though, is it is powerful. It has powerful, irresistible magical attraction. Literally, if it wants to have sex with a female, she will have sex with him. Because that's how powerful his attraction is. It is irresistible. Mm. Uh, It causes any woman he chooses to come to him, even if they are asleep. All have sex with him. 
Um, uh, men fear him because he has a deadly gaze towards men. Uh, talk about male gaze, am I right? Uh, you've... You, the, I, I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> happening anymore. You've broken my brain. Uh, this is used to explain sudden or unwanted pregnancies, especially in unmarried women. And, very progressive, women are considered completely blameless. Because, again, it is impossible... To resist this thing. It kind of sounds like someone thought, like, someone noticed that idiots are going to get pregnant out of wedlock all the time. And so they decided to make an urban legend that was actually helpful rather than hurtful. So, like, a wise village elder was like, yeah, you know, Stacy got pregnant from, you know, the bat monster who's irresistible. He's irresistible, so don't worry about it. This is a dwarf goblin with no feet. Dwarf goblin with no Popo feet. Ba- Popo Bawa was the bat monster. Elf with a right. giant it's hat. so that you can't measure his feet and guess at how big something else is, right? Yeah, sure. Is it cold? Uh, suppo- supposedly, cold he supposedly is a wife. I didn't write her name down. Supposedly, she's twisted and ugly like he is. Uh, he also carries around an axe and uh, hits trees to show his virility. Uh, macho much? Yep. Uh, then there is a a Tintin from Ecuador. Who is a, another dwarf? I know where Ecuador is. Common. Uh, it's fond of it's abundant. It's named after the equator. Oh, you figured it out. Uh, he's fa- this this dwarf is fond of abundant-haired women. South America. Uh, I'm not sure if that means a lot of hair on their head or air, hair everywhere on their body, but uh, he seduces them with a guitar outside their window. What era is this from? Wikipedia. Uh, this is from Ecuador. So whenever Ecuador was discovered and guitars, so probably, you know, recent. Fair enough. I'm uh, already seduced. Yeah. Uh, so then we have the... Hold on. This is a hard thing to pronounce because it's Hungarian. Lidertz. 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 Let me give it a try. Okay. That's how it's spelled. Lidertz. That's how it's pronounced. Lidertz. It's got a T in it. Lidertz. That's not... you. You're not no, even saying so the you, S. You put the accent marks over it, so you put Ladere, and then there's that 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 symbol over that. That no. means skip it. No, that, that, that's what that symbol. That means. means they all run together. No, 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 man. I took Ladere. I took four years of of uh, of social okay. social work classes when I was in preschool. It's Ladere. It's uh, Ladere. Yeah. I forgot you. Uh, you spoke Hungarian. <laughs> all those years I spent so hungry. <laughs> yeah, you. You th- you thought it was a class about food. <laughs> How many more of these do you have, guys? Lots. Lots. So like me on the bug episode. But there's, wait, there's more. There are three different forms of Ladertz. I'm only going to talk about one of them because only one is sexual. You know when you're doing a math, you're doing your math homework, and they say you only have to do problems 28, 29, and 30, and you're like, shit, yes, only three problems left. And then you open it, and problem 30 is like subsection 30 A, B, C, D, E. That's what you're doing to me right so now. So there are three forms of Ladares. <sighs> one of them is a benign chicken. But we're not going to talk about that one <laughs> because that one makes lovers out of eggs, and it's weird. Is it can it shapeshift? Is it irresistible? Uh... Yes, this is a shapeshifter. They all it are. can be a satanic lover. I'm saying can be because there are three forms of this. Can be a satanic lover who appears as a fiery light and can appear as a very handsome human being. Uh, a fiery light, think of like a will-o'-wisp, so it's flying across the sky. Yes. Ooh. UFO. Uh, said to be impossible to outrun. It haunts cemeteries and must disappear at the first crow of a rooster at dawn. 
It enters houses through chimneys and keyholes and leaves with a splash of flames and dirties the walls. We're on to the next page, folks, so and then in. This one you might recognize as a ra- Amazon River Dolphin. What? The Amazon River Dolphin. Or the Boto. It's a combination... It's a real creature, by the way. But according to legend, it's a combination of a siren and incubus. At night, it changes into a handsome man. Handsome, charming man who lures women to the water. Also, wears a hat. (laughs) I think, but but, but to to be genuine for one minute, there is a genuine fear of hats. Mm -hmm. Because hats used to be a symbol of bad people are coming. Because it used to be if you were untamed civilization or you were undominated by, by European influence, hats were a freaky thing to see. You never saw people riding <laughs> What the hats. hell's that? <laughs> but I'm being serious when I say hats are an invention of sorts. They were a new thing, and they usually meant Whitey was coming to wipe people out. You could make an argument, and I can't verify this because I haven't done any of the homework, but... Hats were kind of a symbol of whitey. They kind of meant like, oh shit, people on horses are coming to murder a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Native Americans never wore headdresses. No. And, and you can make your argument, <laughs> fuck shit, fuck, god damn it. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> so, uh, this has a reason why it wears a hat. It's not a magical hat like the Tarnkape. I'm so tired. I'm not that you outspookied me. <laughs> this wears a hat because even though it can change into a handsome, charming man... It can't change its blowhole. So it has to cover its blowhole with its hat. Smell pattern ball. Uh, it's responsible for disappearances and unwed pregnancies. So it can both kill and give life. And so on and so forth throughout the rest of the We've world. only got two more. Three more. Uh, <laughs> we've got the Tokolash of South Africa. It's a dwarf-like water spirit. Uh, very similar to the Amazon River Dolphin or Boto. The uh, women sleep on raised beds so it cannot reach them. Because apparently it can't climb. It also wears a hat. <laughs> That's all I have about it. <laughs> uh, then there's the Pori, who is from Assam, a north re- or northeast region of India. It comes to a man in his dreams. And, you know. Sucks him makes, off. Makes that man come in his dreams. We are, a, we are an R-rated podcast. You can uh, say it. The victim's health deteriorates over time, and they develop suicidal tendencies. And then finally, we have, from Turkey, the Karabasan, who is a spirit, or a djinn, as we mentioned earlier, who sits on the chest of, of a sleeper, but the sleeper, in this case, cannot awaken. Um, it's caused by sleeping without adequate covering, especially with women. Tonight, I'm going to crawl into bed. And, and a- eating in bed. Tonight, I'm going to crawl into bed, pop a bunch of melatonin, watch an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and pass out. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night, and Chris Morgan's going to be on my chest. Sucking his, blood from your his nipples. little leather notebook open, <laughs> and he's going to be reading about creatures from around the world who shapeshift, wear hats, and suck people off. Hold on. I'm not going to be sucking the blood from his nipples, oh. and he's not going to know it's me because I'm going to be wearing my tarn cape. All he's going to see is a floating hat. <laughs> That covers your blue hole. (laughs) Yes. So what did we learn? Dana, you have more notes. Can you wrap this into like the grand psychological meaning of humanity? I'm going to. Um, You know what's crazy about this? Ultimately, people are still interested in this. Obviously, these are interesting things. Um, I was surprised to find groups on FetLife, um, one of which is literally called... 
Incubi and Succubi. Guess how many people are into and curious about this? 67. 13,000. 282. I got it. Uh, Incubus and Succubus play. 12. 232. 17. All right. Um, Incubus and Succubus Erotica. One. That is one dude trying to peddle his book. Um, I think there might be a lot of that. Twelve. There should be, but there's only thirteen. Okay, thirteen creepy. users. Thirteen kinksters that are into and curious about because it. Because I have seen Incubus and Succubus Erotica on Amazon from that lady that writes all the different kinds <laughs> of erotica. Yeah. Uh, including dinosaur yes. erotica, right? Okay. Lots of incubus um, and erotica. I also searched on Pornhub for this. Guess how many videos apparently are titled or noted as having stuff with incubi and succubi? Well, did you search separately, like one for incubus, one for succubus? Because mm-hmm. I would guess that succubus would have a little bit more, but not much. I combined the total. Okay, if you combine the total of both incubus and succubus, mm-hmm. I'm still going to give that like 19. It's just not a very alluring word for the mainstream. I don't know. A lot of guys like domineering women, and you know, Lilith doesn't like being on bottom. You know, porn has a nasty habit of being um, less than intellectual. 1,000. Porn has a nasty habit of being less than intellectual, which is why, like, I'm not trying to say sex is dumb or people in the sex industry are dumb. It's just it usually ends up getting filtered down. And a lot of time videos will be stolen and re- renamed, which is mm-hmm. why if there was like succubus porn, it would pr- probably be called like hot demon babe giant tits. So I, I got to guess. That's really actually. Yeah, I, it, I would guess the number would be a lot higher if you just search, search like, like, unfortunately, I think demon most pornography is probably written at the second grade level. What was the, what was the answer? Um, the Pornhub results for uh, combined Incubus and Succubus is 868. Yes. Damn, I'm wrong. Uh, but it's just... I'm just, sorry, just, porn. I, I would good. still bet on, like, just searching for demon would probably get, like, yeah. 10,000. Um, in terms of things that you can shop for... Are we Wait, did you about watch any things? of the videos of Pornhub? I did not. What were the thumbnails like? I didn't really look that close. I was in a hurry. Looks at the total, ignores the videos. Yeah, I'm sure that a lot of them were not that relevant to what we were looking for. I'm sure that they were like, hey, porn to Incubus song. Like, I'm going to, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's not even porn videos. It's just Incubus songs. I would have to guess someone would have that like as their name, like yeah. Succubus yeah. Jones. I don't know. Um, but I'm, if we I'm can't. taking that. That's copywritten. Um, you can't have it. In you terms- can't have it. Succubus is a female. Um, in terms of um, uh, products corner, I do have a couple of book recommendations to make to you guys. Um, and that starts with um, a book called The Incubus, Succubus, Your Spirit, Spouse, and You by Chris Matthew. Uh, Incubus and succubus entities are randy, demonic beings that attack and sexually molest humans while they sleep. They are often called spirit husband or spirit wife. Capable of attacking humans of any gender, race, age, and faith, these unseen beings can unleash untold terror on their victims and they can go to any lengths to claim ownership over their unannounced human spouses. Real-life problems arising from encounters with these unwelcome entities are better imagined than experienced. Marital challenges, serial miscarriages, barrenness, serial disappointments, relationship problems, and financial troubles are typical examples. 
Um, Incubus, succubus, your spirit, spouse, and you exposes deep secrets about the origin, causes, and repercussions of dream sex encounters. It offers the most effective measures against the menace of sex demons and their damaging effect on humans. So this is still a book that is available for print or to be purchased today. Uh, it's a must read for you if you have ever had a sexual or romantic encounter in your dreams, either in the past or present. Yes. Excuse me. It sounds like that book is trying to steal money from people who are in pain by trying to sell them some stupid bullshit. Correct. That would be correct. Uh, However, I still would want to read it just for enlightenment. Yeah, but you and I would want to read it just for fun. Just like yeah. it'd be fun for like you and I to buy like a crystal set. Because like, oh, cool, crystals, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But there's also very stupid people in very real pain who don't need to be blaming things on a succubus. He also has some yeah. like issues with his title. I mean, like incubus, succubus, your spirit demon lover and you. What, what was But that? they're also bad at the same time. Um, Incubus, Succubus, Your Spirit, Spouse, and You. Who, who's the, What's the name of this jerk-off? Chris Matthews. Um, Dave Matthews? Chris, M- Chris Matthew. Matthew. That's the lead singer of... No, that's Dave Matthews. Thank you. <laughs> that's the lead singer of Dave Matthews. <laughs> He's in the feel band. Free, feel free to research believe, it on your own. I believe Chris Matthews is a journalist of some sort. Aliens if, is, it's right. Aliens is a show about a spy. If I remember correctly, the cover art was fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, uh, come up with a better title, title like Malefic Maleficarum. Yeah. Awesome okay. title. Another book I found is called Demonality, uh, Demoniality, or Incubi and Succubi by Ludovico Maria Sinisterari. That's um, much better. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> the uh, volume, come up with the title as good as that person's name. <laughs> the volume contains an 1875 English translation of Father Sinistrari's or of Amino's rare book on demonology, Demonality or Incubi and Succubi. It was published from the original Latin manuscript delivered in London in 1983 and aims to prove the existence of sentient demons called succubi and incubi, uh, maleficent entities that feed on their prey through sexual intercourse. A fascinating book on esoteric demonology. It's highly recommended for those with an interest in the topic and is not to be missed by collectors of rare books pertaining to demons and theology. No, Maleficent is the person who put Sleeping Beauty to sleep. That's the book you should read, though, because that Mm -hmm. sounds like fun. That sounds like a good spooky Halloween read. Don't go to any Halloween parties. Just curl up with that by a fire (laughs) and throw eggs at people's houses. Okay, I have one more book. Uh, The Origins... Your neighbors? (laughs) Yeah. The the origins. You're gonna hit. <laughs> I have the one more book. The only house I don't like. You're gonna like this author's name too. The Origins of Psychic Phenomena: Poltergeist, Incubi, Succubi, and the Unconscious Mind by Stan Gooch. Exam. No comment. <laughs> See, like, you gave me a pause for one. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> he examines the unexplained phenomena in psychiatric and psychological terms rather than occult terms. He explores how the unconscious man manifests paranormal phenomena and shows how the cerebellum, the seat of the unconscious, is the source of these energies, subpersonalities, and manifestations. Oh, so Identifies our ne- neglected Neanderthal co- uh, subconscious as responsible for the rising incidents of paranormal happenings, alien abduction, poltergeist attacks, incubi, succubi, split and multiple, multiple personalities, possessions, precognitions, spontaneous combustion, yeah. spontaneous yeah. combustion, and the list of phenomena not just yet explained, uh, but ignored by mainstream science seems endless. So, so basically, this is a, a psychological approach to this as well. So he's like one of those conspiracy theorists that is like so deep into conspiracy theory that they think conspiracy theories are conspiracy theories. And they're like, no, you got it all wrong. Ghosts and demons and everything's not real. 
Yeah. But your psychic mind projects them and makes them real. I mean, we forge our own reality. It's a basic sense. It's like I talked about earlier, the collective unconsciousness and how dream states actually might exist in some sort of... We have no concept of what time is. You've read Slaughterhouse-Five. But your mind... Is so like in tune with nature, you can catch yourself on fire. An actual cartoon from the inside. An actual cartoon character won the United States presidency. Nothing's fucking real. There is no fucking reality. Anyways, that pretty much that pretty much wraps up my shopping cart. Um, Three books, no dildos. Different suggestions. Uh, Bad Dragon, I guarantee, has a lot of demon dildos. I'm sure. Yeah, they do. Actually, they do. Thank you. Um, But I was trying to focus on more research that might be beneficial to people who are interested in this. Um, One history. Historical, uh, one corner kind of looking at it from the occult angle, and the other looking from a psychological standpoint. Mm. All three I would not recommend are credible. The last one sounds like a good time, though. Like mm. my, my favorite thing to do is go to a, like a half price books and find the esoteric section, mm-hmm. which is just kind of the catch all for self published gobbledygook about prisms. Yeah, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, was it Father Sinestro? Mm-hmm. Isn't he a Villain from Green Lantern? <laughs> yes. Also, Sinestro <laughs> means secret. I thought it meant sinister or left-handed. It can. It can also. Well, that comes from, uh, wasn't it Latin? Latin? Latin terms for how do you put things on a flag, and there's so left and right originally sinistral and dextral. Well, yeah, it's just because right is the sinistar, sinistrari, sinistrari. That's a cool name. A lot of cool words in today's episode. If you're trying to write like your own comic book or something, just... Pick your way through this for like some cool sounding words. What was it? In like cu- Stan in, Gooch. In Kubio? <laughs> what was the word for the? Incubo. Incubo. By day, Incubo. he's mild mannered Stan Gooch, but by night, he becomes Incubo. <laughs> the gelatinous yeah. cube. <laughs> the gelatinous cube. <laughs> when he says his magic word, Incubare. <laughs> it's like the Wonder Twins, but like BDSM. This has been a fun episode. I'm really glad we could delve into this because this is something I've always wondered about. Like, how did this we thing just start? scratch the surface? Uh, yeah, yeah. We could do like eight parts on this. I would rather not because I started to get the frustrated, tired headache. Yeah, what well, you should have done some research. I, I, you know what? I delved into my own subconscious mind and was able to remember where Mesopotamia was. Is that why you were able to project a succubus across the room? Yes. Well, and according to Stan Gooch. And that's okay because next time we're going to have even more research to do because we are talking about witches and black magic. And we will definitely have special dildos on that. Oh, Those yeah. Are, I've already read about one. I wonder if our episode findings won't be that men have secretly used religion to trample women for thousands of years. That might be yeah. the whole point of next week's episode. So I don't even think we have an FDI this episode. Uh, if Incubi and Succubi are real, I'm going to give them a one. <laughs> no, I'm going to give them a five. They're ab- gonna- absolutely. But they're a spiritual force. If a physical force is trying to do something to you, absolutely no. But like, if a spiritual force wants, then you can't stop it. Don't forget, you can always hide. You can totally avoid all of this by hiding underneath the covers all the way. Or by being or, a priest. Yeah. Or by... Sleeping outside. <laughs> Or just by confessing, or by giving the sign of the cross, or moving. No, Don't no, forget no. to move. It said it doesn't really respond to any of those, right? Actually, no, it said, it's, yeah, it's contradictory. Some priests <laughs> say it does. Uh, Heinrich, whatever his stupid racist, sexist face, 
<laughs> says it doesn't. My recommendation is there aren't ghosts on other planets unless people have died there. So if you go inhabit a new planet on a space station no one's died on, you will be starting a new ground where there are no spirits and no demons. Uh, Except for Mars, because that's where hell is. Thank you, Chris. Also, dead resurrect on Jupiter, according to the Tony Tickby tiles. And ghosts of Mars, much. the John Carpenter film. And uh, have you ever heard of a little thing called Scientology? Nope. And that's the show today. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening in. Um, I do hope that you will join us on uh, next week's episode um, of Witches and Black Magic and Sex Spells. Email us and tell your friends. And, yes. And we love you. And send us letters. And Well, it doesn't help us. if you don't say the email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, email us at uh, kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a uh, tweet or slip into our DMs oh. on uh, at kinkcastpodcast uh, on Twitter. Uh, also, you can reach out to us, as some of you have done, um, on our Facebook page. That's um, Kinkcast Podcast on Facebook. And here. stay tuned for all of October for more spooky kings like witches and vampires. That's really the entirety of it, right? It's no, just, we've got uh, one more. We've got but one more. Won't that premiere in November? No, it's five. there's five uh, Tuesdays in October. Cool. Good on us. Which is spooky. Uh, also, so spooky it works. Yes, also, we missed October 2nd because of personal issues, as Tommy said. I my dog's toe got bit off. That's I already said it. Very spooky. Very bloody. I'll talk to you guys soon. Text me. Here's my phone number. <laughs> Two. Two oh, no, no more. <laughs> <laughs>